0: Morning. Morning.
1: Thank you for coming here to listen to us. Um, before we start, I'm going to get Desmond to open and pray. So, all boys, hats off. Thank yous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every day I get a... <laughs>
2: That's God ethic. Heaven. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're a God of love and mercy and your grace. Father God, we thank you for your precious, beautiful day today, Lord God. We thank you that you can bring us all of you together as one in you, Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, that whatever was done today, Lord Holy Spirit, may you take control of the session this day. Thank you that it'll be covered with the blood of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for your mighty hand. Be upon each and every one of us because father god you have a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us in this room and why we are all here today in this room father make you make us uh, ask that you make it known to each and every one of us why and father god i thank you that you reveal yourself through the sharing today and through your word thank you father in the name of jesus and through the power of the holy spirit we pray amen amen, amen. amen.
1: okay hi everyone my name is jaylee, uh, I'm hi, Jay-Lee. Okay. um My tribe is the Bidjara tribe, which is located in the central (coughs) Queensland. You may have heard of Rockhampton area. Well, there's another community two hours west of that city and it's called Warabinda. So that's where I'm originated from. I've lived in Yarraba for 24 years now. Met my husband at high school, boarding school. Got pregnant went to Liberty, got married, had more children, so I've got five children, I've got four grandchildren and one on the way, and I've got two adopted children as well, and I am a mum to a lot of kids at the Covenant Christian School here in Sydney, and also I am a mum to a lot of kids in Yarrabah. We've been involved with Yarraba with Covenant since 2005, I think it is, <coughs> somewhere around there, but I didn't get involved with them until 2009, and then we got involved with Soul Survivor in the last four years, and our foundation in this relationship is God himself, so he holds us together, and he builds up our um, friendship and relationship much stronger each year. So, yes, and now I'm gonna introduce you to... Andrew! My name is
3: Andrew, and I'm from Yarrawa. Tribe. And my tribe is from the Kunganya and the Yidinye clan. So, from Keynes area to Babinda, to the Palmer's, Palmer's Point back to Yarba mission. And I got two sisters, four brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot somebody else. Steve over oh yeah. yeah. here. Oh yeah. Hi my name is Steven. Hi Steven. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm <laughs> from Yarba. Um my mom's from Yarba but my dad from Oakland. I was kind of looking at community in the Cape York. And um, I grew up in a Christian family, 12 in the family. And yeah, I love cultural dancing. I thank Lord for giving us culture, you know. Because my culture is powerful and strong and good. I think. And yeah, that's all. Who
4: oh, are you introducing? Taronga. Hey. <laughs> Hello, my name is Taronga. Um, I'm from Niaraba. Um, my dad's from track and I have three brothers, one sister from my dad's side, and I'm the only one from my mom. And I would like to Vivian, Vivian's Yes. Hi, everybody, I'm Vivian. Um, my dad's from Yaraba, from the Dindi tribe. My mom from the Bidra tribe. My mother. From the Bidra tribe. Scary. <laughs> I have two brothers and four sisters. Um, I'm the third oldest. And um, by day, I'm a student at school by night, asleep. I'd like to introduce you to Aubrey. Hello everyone. <laughs> um, my name's Aubrey. Uh, I s- live in Rockhampton. I'm just up camp for a couple of months just to visit my auntie and my mum. Um, yeah, I also come from the Bidgera clan. And I'm 24, I don't have any kids. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. You nearly proposed last night. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hi
3: everyone, my name is Latia. I come from the Kungandji Gurubulu tribe of Yarrabah. I'm a traditional owner. Um, My family is come down the um, line of uh, kingships and queens. My great grandfather was the king of our tribe, then he passed it down to his son, and then he passed it down to his daughter, which is my great grandmother and my grandfather, and then my uncle is the king of our tribe. Um, I so lot is a princess. No,
1: I'm
3: not. <laughs> um, I I come from a family of nine. My dad got five children and my mom got four. Um, I'm the second eldest for my mom. Um, I work for Queensland Out and in metal out. I've been there for almost nine years and um, I live around with my parents and I enjoy doing what I do. i like
5: to introduce you to Nerida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hello, my name is Nerida. I'm 24, 10, and 25. Um, I have four brothers and seven sisters. So that's me make 12. I come from yeah, a family 12. Um, I'm from Yarrava. My tribe is Kunganji and Yundinji, from my mom's side. So my mom from Yarrava. And from my dad's side, I'm um, Kuka Titan, Lama Lama, and Western Nyalanji. Um, my favorite food is turtle, prawn, crab, and dugong. And I also love my culture and like to dance cultural way and Christian way. Mm-hmm. And Lily is my twin. I'd like to introduce you to her. <laughs> 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 you Hi, my before. name is Lily. I'm like Nero said, I come from a family of
0: 12.
5: Um, yeah, grew up in a Christian family. Um, yeah, the tribe, she said the tribe names. Yeah, lived in Yarba all my life though. Didn't meet any of my dads. like didn't grow up with any of my dad's family because my dad told us that um, he didn't want any help of any of his family. He wanted to grow his twelve kids up on his own with my mom. So yes, yeah, so I moved to Yarba so. It's thirty-six years, this year lived in Yarba all for thirty-six years. Um yeah taught us Christian stuff, yeah, but then ever since we got into the teenage days we all went one way. But yeah um growing up in Yaraba was a big blessing to me because like you know you like are like a foundation with Christianity, you know? Like that knowing Jesus everyone in the community know about Jesus but you know, they have got different choices in life. But yeah, uh, 24 this year, 2025, in July. But yeah, that's what I'd like to share. I'd like to introduce you to Desmond.
2: You. Hi, everyone. My name is Desmond. Uh, usually i formal, my dad's name, but sometimes Conley. That's why I bought this DC hat to represent my initials. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I live in. Yarraba, at the moment, I've been living mostly outside of Cairns. I grew up, sort of grew up in Sydney one part, in Glee when my dad was in the Navy. Served in the Navy for 20 years. Then we moved back to Brisbane and Cairns and now I'm in Yarraba. Um, my dad is a Yidinji man, Gimwe Wallaburra clan, from Cairns, and my mum is from Yalingi, Kuga Yalingi, which is up near south, south of Cooktown. Yeah, Woodville, Woodville, the community of Woodville, Woodville, and um, yeah, it's a blessing, this is my first time to Soul Survivors, and God is doing a work in me, you know, and I love, my gift is in evangelism, and I love to go out and share the gospel, God has given me a vision to go out to our people in the communities, and um, on the back of the shed is a prophecy, which was given over 100 years ago about Australia, about the movement of the Holy Spirit, God is going to pour out His Spirit on Australia, and all the South Pacific Islands, and God is going to move through this place in a mighty way, and I just want to encourage you that this is why God has called you all, you know, He has a plan for each and every one of you, and one day you will be leaders, pastors, preachers, teachers, you know, but God, it is, this is your process, God is you're the only beginning of your journey, and that God has got great and mighty plans for each and every one of you. But, yeah, I like to see souls saved. And I love the name Soul Survivors because that's what the desire of my heart is, to see people saved, have people going to heaven and not to hell, you know? And I suppose we all got that same thing, eh? Amen? Amen. That's what I like to see.
1: Okay, so I'm left. If you forget us, our names, remember we have name tags, like you. <laughs> but now, we're going to give you guys the opportunity to, because we don't know what you want to know. We don't know how we're going to come into this meeting today. So we're going to say, why don't you ask, ask questions and we'll answer them to the best of our knowledge. Anything you want to know about cultural, spiritual, whatever, it doesn't matter. and. Don't hold back and then walk outside up and say, I should ask that question. Do it now. you got the opportunity. So fire away. Yes? What's the
0: weather usually
1: like when you're Woo, hot, 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 hot. Winter, summer, autumn, spring, hot. We do have a lot of rain
0: because...
1: Tropics, we go through a lot of monsoons, but haven't had one for a couple of years, but this year we get, we're getting late monsoons. Mm. Cyclones always come our way, but because of the belief in God in the community, everyone's praying, so cyclone move on. So we've never had a really big effect by any cyclone. It's always a tail. But that's about it. But it's really, you should come up. Do not bring any warm clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it's summer all year round. Anyone else?
2: Yeah, so say Aboriginal people have a much more uh, spiritual path of their life or more spiritual?
1: Well, that's something that I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say yes to. But um, I'm going to say we've got told that a lot. A lot of indigenous people have got told that. Um, yes, we do have a really good understanding to, to God's ways and to the way. But we're not the only ones. Like, we're all equal. Exactly. But it might, it might be because I think we're not afraid to go deep too quick in that spiritual walk. And I think I think indigenous people are sometimes impatient, so they want to get to the point really quick. <laughs> so they're going to fight through. And, but yes, we do, have, we do have a strong connection with God. We, I was only saying to my son this morning, I was blown away because of his sharing last night in devotions. He came across, and he, once upon a time he said to me, Mom, I don't understand what God is saying to me. How do I do it? And then the last night, like he said, he ripped all the stuff I'm me. That's how it's done. You allow God to speak to you. You allow God to minister to you. Then you get a hold of it, and you apply it to your life. And then you walk it. You talk it, you breathe it, you live it. That's the way we get closer to God quicker. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Yes.
0: How long has God and the Holy Spirit been with Aboriginal people know?
1: From the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, very beginning because you know the first dance we danced on Tuesday night? the Gaibara, that's the language name for God. It's God. So they call, they're calling out to God to come down because we're on, this is not our territory. We've got different tribes and different brands that we've got to care for. So uh, we're standing on somebody else's. Another tribe's brand here. So the tribe is here to welcome us and give us the permission to dance on it. So we go spiritually and say, OK, God, you come in and you bless this land for us. Gonna, you know that we're going to be here for the whole week. So you bless it. You give us the permission to dance here because it's all yours before it was ours. Um, do you have Gentile stories?
0: And if you do,
1: how does that relate to God? In a lot of ways. I'll, I'll tell you one little story, OK? Um, Anyone else wanna tell a story as well on this? On a dream time story that relates to God? No, yeah. so, you wanna? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well my story is my mum taught me when I was growing up with my mum. I'm a I'm a child of seven. My mum had seven children and I'm the youngest girl. And I'm the only one who used to go to church with my mum. My other sisters and brothers, they all used to split. And when I was growing up with my mum, she, um, I became pregnant with my first daughter, and my mum said to me, name her Theawana, and I'm there. Okay, I like that name. And didn't know the meaning of it, and then she sat down with me and said, I want you to name her Theawana. And I said, why? She said, the white owl in our tribe, in, the, in my mum's tribe, which is the Bijara tribe, that white owl represents the Holy Spirit. I didn't know nothing about the Holy Spirit. I only knew about God and Jesus. And But I, then my mom sat me down and said, that means the Holy Spirit. And I said, what is the Holy Spirit? And she, oh, she used the word Holy Ghost. And I said, so is there a ghost following us all the time? She said, yes, but it's a good ghost. It's a protecting ghost and so she said, name it and your baby Theowanna. I didn't name it, but I named it something else. But my second daughter was named Theowanna. And that means the Holy Spirit. That owl, when we see the Holy Spirit, when we see that owl, it's protecting us. It watches over us. It comes and gives us news about something, if someone's sick and that. And so every time I see an owl now, I say, okay, what news are you bringing to me? It's like. The story in the Bible where the messenger comes over the hill with good news. Sometimes it could be bad news. But we have two beds. We have a really wet talent, it's the messenger bed, but the Holy Spirit is a protecting bed. And that's the Theowana, and that's the White Owl, and that's my daughter. She's named Theawana, but she doesn't protect us. She's in her teens and she's a rocket. <laughs> But that's relating to God, and that's how my mom taught me. <coughs> now, Desi. Um, a story popped up in my head, because I work at a
2: college in and when to the Torres Strait Island and the Aboriginal people come together, our stories from our old people come and stories <coughs> from the Bible, similar. So I'm going to share one that popped up, which is about law, cultural law. What used to happen if a man did wrong, or he, he, he did wrong in the tribe, what they used to do is they used to take him man and they would have to a life from him if he did something uh he either, like kill someone or harm someone really bad. So what they used to do is he would stand over there and they would give him a shield. That's all they would give him. And he would stand up just to defend himself. And then, you know, that, Probably eight or people from that person's tribe who he harmed. They'd be over there trying to spear him until they drew blood out of him. So he defend himself until he, until they hit him. And once they hit him and they they hit him and they draw blood out of him, that's when he's forgiven them. And that story it reminded me about Jesus. We weren't forgiven until Jesus shed his blood on the cross. So before they used to use all animal and goats and all that stuff. Well, today we got Jesus, you know, and Jesus shed his blood. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminded me about that story. So, yeah, in that sense, yeah, that's one way of a cultural story that comes in with Jesus bleeding for us. Once they got the blood, everything shed that blood, <coughs> he was forgiven them. So, yeah, it's all right to share. Yeah.
4: Yeah. When you come onto like, any land, you're saying you were, like that you respect who is like, the tribe, of like, the land belongs. Yeah. Do you respect the ancestors? As well? Yes. And how like does that come, like not come about? And how it, like do you? Know that?
1: We've just got to acknowledge. It's just an acknowledgement. We've got to acknowledge that the tribe of this of this land, past and present, and that's us respecting them and then they'll respect us in return. Like we've got to acknowledge God in everything as well. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Um,
1: what do the churches look like? In the Our church is a grass hut. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Our church is a big building. Um, It's called St Albans. Anglican Church, then we've got um, Living Waters, um, Pentecostal, then we've got Living Light. So we've got a few churches and the thing, and then we've got some Jehovah Witnesses and some Mormons and whatever else they. There's some others there that we don't really bother about, but um, <coughs> but the one who really does like worship the true God, we have all of them did and they're coming in and um, trying to make a change in the community because Yarraba is highly, it's, a, it's got a really high rate of alcohol, of alcohol and drugs and gambling and violence and that. and I believe that God is sending in all these different churches in to try help people, help young people and older people to change their ways because. <coughs> Yarraba is a Christian foundation community and I would say that my community where I come from is not. It's not a Christian based foundation of Christ. But Yaraba is. And every year Yaraba celebrates the coming of the Bible. Because before the before the Bible came, we was just the, the whole of Australia was just living like we, they knew how to live. walk about here, walk about there, hunting here, hunting there. But they wouldn't go and go into other people's, or other tribes' areas, unless they get the permission. It's just like the Bible. So that's what happened. So you got in. in New South Wales, the Indigenous people here, we would call them Koori. Our uh, Queensland indigenous people, you call us Murrays, and they've all got different little things in those areas. But like we were saying, <laughs> Hopevale, that's a tribe. Wujul Woodjo, that's a tribe. Yarrabah, that's a tribe. Palm Island, that's a tribe. Wurrubinda, that's a tribe. Shebeg, that's a tribe. Now, these are all indigenous communities in Queensland, and there's a lot more up in the Cape. And we don't go and step on anybody's toes and disrespect anything because each and every one of us, our culture is different, our language is different, we eat different things. I eat kangaroo, I'm a desert Murray. I eat kangaroo, I eat echidnas, I don't eat wombats, but I eat goannas. I eat witchetty grubs. These guys, there's sea and land, because in Yarraba, it really is where the rainforest meets the sea. So they eat off the land, they eat cockatoos, the ones you see flying around here, they eat that, they eat parrots. Because this is what God has provided for us, long before spaghetti and baked beans and came in, and before I don't even know if there was any cattle on this land before. But there was kangaroo and there was emus and there was turkeys. We had, there was plenty for us. And today it's still plenty, but they've put a restriction against us in our hunting and gathering. And it was a good thing that the Bible came in because, Then we got to learn about not only God, because we only, I believe that our ancestors only knew about God at that time. But then when the Bible came in to Australia, then we started learning about Jesus. Then we started learning about the Holy Spirit. We started learning about forgiveness of sins. We started learning about everything. But the saddest thing was, Our culture was taken from us. So what little we have, we hold. We treasure the little language that we have, the cultural dancing that we have, the cultural hunting that we have. We hold on to that. And I'm not going to say that only from Queensland. I'm going to say that for the whole of Australia. Because in some communities, they're still blessed. They can still speak their language. As their first language, and then they'll talk English after. Us, we got taken our culture, our language from us. So the little words that our grandparents and our parents taught us, we hold on to it and we use it in some areas when we don't want people knowing what we're saying. Only Mm -hmm. us can know what we're saying. Like last night, someone got up on the stage and they saying, hey, look, they're like yattermen. And I said, yeah, go up on the back then. That yattermen, someone was dressed in a horse. That's a yattermen for us. We don't eat that. We only eat moocat. <laughs> <laughs> we, they ride a horse. How do the very like, traditional communities
2: feel about, I guess, like black Christians coming in and trying to share Jesus? Like, are
1: they open? They respect it. I honestly and, and honestly and confidentially say that they do respect it because they're learning more. They are learning more about Christ because they know who Jesus is. They know what Jesus done for them and they wanna learn more about him. So yeah, they, they welcome open arms. Covenant can tell you, soul can tell you how Yarba is with them. We feed them tail and everything we give them a taste of what Europe is really like. So we'll go ahead and cook some turtle, we'll get fish for them, we'll do that, we'll make a damper for them. So, and that's what I'm saying. It's really, it's really hard for us as indigenous people to get back what was ours because that was ours from God. And then the Bible comes in and we had to learn a new way. And it was a way I don't think my, my ancestors wanted really, but they had no choice in it because they had to learn us. We had to learn to wear clothes. We had to learn to eat what they was eating. We had to learn to wear shoes. I, I've never ever heard of an ancestor walking around with a high heels or thongs or joggers back in the days. It was all barefooted. And they would walk around with laplaps, the red things that these boys was wearing the other night. Laplaps. But that was made all made from plants. So we respect the air. We respect animals. We respect trees. We respect everything.
2: What's the population of the area?
1: I've had 5,000-plus. Different, different tribes are in there. People come from a lot of different areas. But the main clan is the Kunganji, um, the Yidinji tribes. And yes, we do have white people in Yaraba. <coughs> We've got them as teachers. We've got them as doctors. doctors we've got them as policemen. We've got them. Um, we've got some living there, so it's just not totally black. It's some white there too. I'm mm-hmm. um, coming from NZ. I've got a lot of um, like cultural differences
4: that just people of in culture, mm-hmm. so I'm sort of a bit confused with them of my altar is not of God. Mm-hmm. So do any of your like Muslim you guys struggle with that?
1: Like yeah. noticing like the difference between what's not of God and is of God and your God Jones. Well we've got this really, really um he's an amazing priest. He's a he's actually a canon there. He's in the Anglican church and he's my cousin brother and there's his uncle. Desmond's my nephew as well, as well as Toronga and Warbury and Stephen and Lindy and Nerida. And Andrew. and Andrew. they're my in-laws. So it's a family affair. And that's my baby girl there. She's my shoulder, so I carry everywhere. <laughs> so um, with that, we was... Um, his name is uh, Wayne. Reverend Wayne used to tell us because um, he used to come down here as well and he used to bring his rook down and he used to go to North Shore school and there was another school in the city area and he bring cultural dances down now nah. he came up against that battle and one of the big bishops in Australia went to him and said um, "Do you know that culture is of the devil and he because he is a wise man and he stood up and he said, well, maybe you should go back and read history because culture is not from the devil. Culture is from God himself. We all have different cultures and it is blessed by God. You yourself would know if it's not of God. So with your culture, You take it and you grab it and you hold on to it. And you don't let anyone tell you different unless it's your own ancestors, your own parents, your own grandparents, because they know best. What if they know,
4: like Christian?
1: It doesn't matter. They know about your culture. Your culture don't have to be on a Christian base. Most of our ancestors went, and our elders are not Christian but we still listen to them because we know that they know. They know the language, they know the living ways. They know the food to eat. They know when it's right, when it's wrong. So you continue to listen to the elders of your clan. That's what we do. If we don't, we get tripped over ears. And that's a good thing because then it wakes us up and helps us to understand better about our culture. I think that's one thing I'm really
0: jealous
1: of. you You mustn't be jealous. No, no. no. <laughs> 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 it's really official yeah. in that you have an eldership and you have a beautiful thing
0: the water
1: in Chile,
2: and there is a kind of respect there, but, you know, it's really, it's pretty extraordinary. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, it's really exciting to be to. I wish we had more of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyone else? Um, I noticed when you both dance, both uh, cultural and Christian, you pull know, you your heart into it, you're very undignified and I respect, that a lot. Um, I just want to know, is there where your heart and where your mindset is, is it different between your cultural
1: dancing and you representing Christianity? No. Our focus goes straight on the God and that's where it stays. So when we do that, I tell my dance truth. We dance for God. Our focus is on God. You get shame to dance. Don't look at the people because that's where your shame is going to come from you always look up and look at God. That. So that's where, when we do that, that's where we believe the Holy Spirit just comes and takes total control of us. And we dance, we love dancing for God. We love, uh, I don't do culture, but I done culture last night because them girls was ashamed to get up. So, and that was a big thing for me to get up into culture and That was not me, that was the Spirit who led me up there. And I was only supposed to walk up there, walk them up, and then walk back down. but then I ended up in the the middle of it. The Holy Spirit said, move, side dance. So that's how we, that's how we, we hear the Holy Spirit straight away, click, move into it. Even with the culture stuff. I wasn't supposed to do it because I'm the leader. <laughs> and after I did lead. <laughs> but no, that was, that was good. Like, I was even amazed at myself. And Tanya was amazed at me. She said, you've got cultures yeah. <laughs> at here. Funny. <laughs> Any more? Can you maybe share,
3: some of you, what sort
4: of things you do on a normal day? been share.
3: Go to <coughs> no one else does, well, <coughs>
4: well mostly on a on a beautiful day like this, some people go down to the beach fishing. Um, go walking because we have a waterfall in the area. Go to the waterfall. Um, add to the swimming holes, and we got more beaches right at. So we go at there. Or we jump in the boat, go up to the beaches. Um, um, on a beautiful day like this, really natural just to get outside get under the sun get into the culture and doing things that was there for do like without technology like doing the stuff mm. we grew up doing like having fun under the sun with each other making memories mm. the best mm. anyone else mm. oh
5: well what i love to do like i like to go chill out with my friends sometimes and um, when i ran really i just like my own brothers and sisters. And when we sit together, we just, like, share about the Lord sometimes. Like, we share when we feel down, we share, like, if me and Lily and my other sister, we, when our friends in brand, so we just, us, three just sit around and share about our life, and we just share about the Lord. And we, we encourage each other. Say, if I feel down, Lily will build me up, and if my other sister feel down, me and Lily build me up. And we also encourage our little brothers, like, and their little sisters, we, like, teach them what's wrong and what's right. We even teach them about respect and, um, also about, like, we tell them to obey their parents, that they to listen to our parents and our elders. Um, also, like, sometimes, um, it takes us a Bible study. On a Thursday night, at first night, on a Thursday night, we have it on a Tuesday night. Yeah, we... It was really only um, five of us, say, yes. having Bible study, and we were encouraging our other friends to come along, and they came along, and that would make it probably like once a week, I just build up to 11, and 14, to 16. Yeah, we just sit around and share, I have Bible study, and after that we just share and have some snacks, and encourage other people to come, here. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's their
1: own choice, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. But I believe the Lord bring them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I can like say. else? Anyone else? Mm-hmm. So what, what Vivian was mm-hmm. saying is mm-hmm. we've got a lot of, like, we've got a lot of swimming holes up in um, Yaraba. Because it's a rainforest, it's running out the rainforest. And on a day like this, you pack a car up and you go swimming if it's too hot. So um, the most famous swimming hole is um it's, everyone say Al-Bungie, but it's um the pronunciation. And then um, there's other other families, they'll jump in their boats. Yes, we own boats, we don't own canoes. We got boats with motors. Um they go in different areas because Yarraba is a very large area. Um You've got a beach by the name of Clarky River. There's a creek up there. Tumbo, there's a creek there. They go to map. There's a croc in there. <laughs> and you need to go look over there. And there's, um, you've got Kanjara, you've got Jilji, Waikano, you've got King Beach, you've got um, Wungu, you've got Turtle Bay. So there's a lot of places that we can go to. And we'll go out on family days, we'll pack some lunch, jumping up, out, go over there, take fishing lines, take a file and take a bed for people who stay up all night on technology. And um, take a file and they crack oysters and eat them off the rock or else they'll crack it, bottle it, take it on, cook it up, the fishing. Um, the men go out for um, turtle. They do turtle hunting. They do jugong hunting. And if they get a, um, it's a... It's a really privilege if they get a jugong because you know, not many get it. Only lucky ones who God want to bless that day will bless them. <laughs> so, and turtle. Turtle is the ma- one of the main ones, though, in Nyarra. Everyone loves turtle. I don't eat turtle. I don't eat seafood at all. I get sick from it. They do drag. They drag for the. They get a net and drag for the prawns in the bay. So the sea, the little bay in Yaraba, is very, very plentiful. God always sends in food for the people, and a lot of people because they have a lot of alcohol problems and gambling problems. God still blesses their needs because they'll get a line, they'll get on the beach. They'll get a net and they'll get on the beach and they'll get their food for the night for their family. So God, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter if you're in the walk with God or on the sidewalk and looking in the darkness or the light, like I say to everybody, it doesn't matter that promise we need to hold on to is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And I tell everyone, God sent the helper. Did he say just for the Christians? No, he didn't. He said for the people of the will. So the people of the will, you, me, those people that are in the will, they're getting help from the Holy Spirit too. They're getting told what's right and what's wrong and where to go and how to be safe and not. Because that was God's promise. He's going to turn the helper. Jesus promised, I will be with you. I will never forsake you. So we should not, and if you read today's reading in Second Corinthians this morning, we should not look down on anybody just because we think our life is good, don't look down on anybody else. Because we're all equal. You believe that? And I was yarning with with um, Tanya the other night. Read the Tower of Babel. Read it, because I was saying with, with Tanya, you know what? Each and every one of us our ancestors way, way back then, all come from Israel. We're all Israelites, because when the people was building the tower up to God, there was no nationality mentioned. He just said the people of the world was building this tower. So that was one tribe, and we will have one language. Then God seen it and said, no, this is not gonna happen. So I'm gonna mix everybody's language up and I'm gonna mix everybody's nationality up. So you go to China, you go to Russia, you go America, you go Australia, you go New Zealand, you go Japan. We're all originated from this trap if you read the Tower of Babel and if you put it together. So you know what? We're all cousins. And you know what? What I said the other day, Tom Finch, Finch? French, French? French.
0: <laughs>
1: Tom French forgot one part of his sharing the other morning. He said, God, that's his last name. And you listen, that's Father God, Son of God, is Jesus. Spirit of God. We're related too because we became the children of God. We got his last name too. That's what he forgot to say. And that points us straight back to Israel again. So we all can stand together and say yes we are one happy family, one big happy family. And we should never, ever look at each other differently. Because I'm sure my blood is red, I'm sure your blood is red.
0: I'm
1: sure I'm a child of God, I'm sure you're a child of God. I'm sure God is my father, Jesus is my brother. I don't know what the Holy Spirit is. It could be your brother or it could be your cousin. You choose what you want him to be. But I say the Holy Spirit is my brother too. So that's where that's the spiritual good question for you
4: guys um, you talked about before drugs
1: and alcohol was a big part of the mm-hmm. I wanted to know
4: that you guys I mean you've got young Alexia, you've got Tina you young, I guess. Yeah, I
1: am How? what's it like to live as a Christian in
4: a, a community and what are your struggles very hard but What
1: Christianity walk is not hard, but ours is a very, it's pretty, pretty hard. Um, (coughs) We've, because everybody knows everybody in the community, in the community. We know everybody's faults. We know everybody's good things. Um, Drugs and alcohol plays a big part in our community. Uh, I tell these guys all the time, the pathway, I told him this morning actually, I said the pathway that leads to Jesus, it's the LS highway. You've got a Bruce Highway, you've got M2 Highway, you've got whatever, but our Christian highway to Jesus is an LS highway. Anyone knows what LS means except Yarrava? Does anyone know what LS is?
0: Life
1: no. Long-suffering, it's a long-suffering highway because to get to glory land, we have to go through so many things. You're gonna hit bigger walls, you're gonna fall in deep holes, but the Holy Spirit is there to pick you up again. Jesus is there to encourage you, Say, come on, keep going, move on. In Yarba, <coughs> I don't think it's a highway. I think it's just the community—not only Yarabu, but every other indigenous community. Big part of drugs, alcohol, gambling, violence—you name it, you got it. People running each other, then people swearing at each other, so they come and want to fight and whatever, and like physically fight. So what happened? What's going on in Yarabu is—I'm going to use Vivian as an example. Vivian started school at the beginning of this year. Doing really good. Stop drinking. I brought him my little car, helped him buy my car for school. Doing really good, and then temptation just comes in. Holiday starts. Yes, I'm on holidays. So what does he do? He starts drinking. He said, Mom, I'm just going to have just one drink. I said, okay. And then he lost his friend.
4: My best friend.
1: He lost one of his best friends for suicide. Just recently, just before we came there. That brought the impact of him drinking more. So we say they're drowning their sorrows. And he'd done a tight taste of drugs as well. And I'm there, not happy, Vivian, not happy at all. And when Vivian's drunk, he's got a really smart man on him. And he goes, I don't answer to nobody. I said, yeah, but you will come running back to mama, which he does. But this is an example. They find excuses that they shouldn't to do the things the rest of the world are doing. Or else, it's just a temptation that they can't resist. It, they, don't know, they don't know that they can have a couple of beers, but don't get too drunk, because the Bible says don't get drunk, do not get drunk. They don't know how to discipline themselves because it's all about greed. They think they're having fun. They think they're deadly when they're drunk and high, but they don't. They're ridiculous. I know I was a big drinker. I was a big gambler. I was a very violent person. A Few years ago, until I came to realization what I'm doing in my life and changed. I wanted to change For my kids was fierce. I had to put my kids fierce. Because they had no money. I had no money to buy them food or anything because of my habits. And then I um, used to get stuck into them. I used to get stuck into my husband because I was a violent person. And I thought, no, nah, there's a better way than this. So I went back to God. This is where a lot of young people that are learned to know, they got to understand. <coughs> they say to me, oh, we're not strong like you. I said, yes, you are. You ask God for strength, and he gives it to you. The only thing he wants you to say is no. N-O, say no. And put your willpower into action. Put your faith into action by saying no to the things that people come and say. of. Vivian, you going know, to come have a drink with me tonight. We'll get drunk, we go to the clubs, smoke some marijuana. Say so he said no. you going to put that into action then? I, yeah. I said no. See, that kind of thing. Or else, if his brother comes to him, that one, that two of them come, be, come on, let's go get drunk. I got $200 a year. I'll go buy the beer. Yeah, come on, then mom's not around. But it's not about me, it's about them, because it's their choice. But I'm going to ask all of you, you know, keep all communities in prayer in this situation of drugs and alcohol and violence and gambling. I have a lot of kids' state that comes to my home every weekend because they don't feel safe at their home. Because of drugs, because of alcohol, because of violence, because there's not food in the house. So I take them in. I don't care where they sleep. They don't care where they sleep, as long as they know they're safe, as long as they know they've got food. And if they don't eat, then I go off. I say, you go get the food, because I'm not gonna save you. I don't have any kings in my house or queens. You come and you just, chill out, and eat, and sleep, and whatever. I never get sick of it. The only time I stress is when I got no food to feed the kids, because I because I take a lot of I don't only feed kids, but I feed other families as well. So I bulk up on food, and people come to me and ask for food when they've got nothing, and I just give them out. And that's every week that happens to me. but. I know that God's got my back. He's the one who provides for me. Because God used some angel for some chops one night. I don't know where it came from. It flew from somebody fridge to some, my kitchen sink. <laughs> but that's how I am. With thing, and I look out for the young people. I see a mother walking in a road who's drunk, and they got a little child. with them. I'll run out, and I'll take that child, and I'll take it. And I say, come back, pick him up when you're sober. <coughs> you can't be walking around all hours of night with a baby, young, yeah, drunk. Cause Yarraba, you could walk the whole of Yarraba in, in about an hour, in the main community, eh? Yeah, and within an hour, yeah, about that. So everyone walks, and you have parties, and you have a lot of violence, you have a lot of stuff in the community. But don't only keep Yareb and pray. keep all communities. Because that's, that's happening everywhere. And the funny thing is, we can come down here and we could walk down around and buy a cart of beer and we know no Yoruba father is gonna see us and start putting us down, running us down, saying, hey, you've been a Christian yesterday, now you're a drunk today. That's how it goes in Yareba. They call us Bible bashers and everything if you do the wrong thing. But here, you float on us, so we could, I know you do, but we could come to Sydney and go buy a cart, and a beer go home and sit down and get drunk out of our head, and we're going to be, yeah, we're finally away from all the judgment. But saying nobody can see us, but sometimes we forget God is always watching us. God sees us. And then you get up the next morning and say, oh, I feel so guilty. Lord, I shouldn't have done that. But it's to kill the desire that's still left in your heart because they still have that desire to do it. They really never give it to God and say, God, take it from me. Deliver me from it. So that's what happens in the communities. Guess what? I think we're going our way. He's enjoying this. Okay. Well, we can, um, we're can. we going to finish off now. Na- Sorry, it's finished. Sorry. All good things come to an end. But we're going to finish off. Andrew, sit down. Andrew. Where, Andrew? Andrew's going to sing a song that um, a group of young youths put together back in Yarraba. Um, and Stephen going to sing to go, but Stephen, helping me? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Andrew, sit here. Andrew. So, I want to say thank yous all for coming and listening, and thank you for asking a lot of well, questions. Right or else we would have been just sitting there staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got any more questions or if you want to know any more about anything, don't be frightened. Like, I've done all the talking we're supposed to share, but um, don't be frightened to go up and ask one of them guys if you want to know something. If they don't know, you know what they'll do, they'll direct it to me. <laughs> but this is a song, and it's about Yaraba. so... And a couple of young youths. I love the song. It's going to be at the amphitheater. So it's a fancy one tomorrow. Again, you're uh, We're just going to say a quick prayer and we'll send everyone
2: on their way. Pray. Oh, Are yeah. well, okay, you? Thank you. <laughs> the Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. We give you all the glory and, honor and praise for this workshop, Father God. May everything that we've learned to you father god and you've spoken to us in our hearts about, and in our spirit lord god that we will remember it father god and we will apply it to our life father god and we will obey father god what you are telling us father we pray for your blessing and anointing upon each and every one of us lord and that you bless this day father in the mighty name of jesus through the power of the holy spirit we pray amen amen, amen. thank you
1: won't <laughs> stop unless oh. you uh. Yeah,
0: it's alright. I just thought that.